is going on, everybody? My name is Brian, and this is the Nerd to the Third podcast, and I am here with my good friends Kona. Say hello. Hello, hello, everybody. And my big partner in crime, Victor. What's going on, Victor? Oh, it's so good to be back on a podcast, man. I know. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. It's been way, way, way too long since... uh, since we've done this, um, this has I'll, been. I'll definitely have to agree with you there. <laughs> Far too. I, yeah. I, I know. I know that we've all, you know, gone on on our nice long journey this past year or so before we finally decided to get together and get a new podcast going on. So I'm really excited to get this going and and really, I'm pumped for this, guys. I really am. We got so much to do this year. Oh man, yeah. Just like last year, right? Last year was a long one for me. I know. Last year was this sad year's though. It's gonna go by quick because it's gonna be fun. There was a that's, lot of. That's what, I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So guys, I wanna. Um, I, I there's there's something that I've been really dying to talk about, and I, and I've been holding on till we started doing this show again to talk about it. But I want to bring up. So Victor, you and I, we used to do a little podcast. Where we talked about video games. Remember those good old days, buddy. Oh yeah, they seem and, like ancient times. I know. Like yeah, so, I do remember. So I want to I want to kick this podcast off by getting right into talking about some video game conversation. And I don't know if you guys know last night, but Nintendo finally blew the lid open on everything about the Nintendo Switch last night. And yes, and uh, lots of news. And uh, I don't know if you guys followed the press conference. It was really late. They had it because it was in Tokyo, so it was like eleven o'clock here uh, Eastern time anyway. Um, is when they started it, but I have all the information here. I just kind of want to talk about this for a little bit because it's it, it's kind of it's so big you can't not talk about it, especially on the kind of podcast that we do here. So Nintendo revealed all the details on Nintendo Switch. It is going to be available March third. That's six weeks away, guys. Yeah, it's and very short. Um, Real soon. and um, the retail price is going to be uh, two ninety nine ninety nine US dollars, um, and it's coming out on March the third. And it is coming out with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the same day. Now, nice. um, now I will say this. I, I don't know if you guys caught the press conference or not, but I watched it last night. I said it kind of late to watch it last night. And so a few things. Um, one, this has a, this is very, it's a very revolutionary device. Um, the Nintendo was, uh, the Switch was called the NX for a long time. Mm-hmm. Until uh, we saw finally a trailer for it back in October, um, and uh, w- which they showcased exactly what this does. So for those who are not aware or been living under a rock lately, um, the Switch is a crossover console. It's a handheld console, but it is also a home video game console. It's the very first ever of its kind where you can actually uh, play it on your TV, and then you can actually take it on the go with you, which I think is just amazing. Um, yeah, I think the way it would work is there's a, a pad type, uh, you know, device that goes into the console, I guess, and you can pull that out, put some controllers on the side, and yeah. take it on the go. Correct? Yeah, you can. Yeah. So they talked about that last night. So the so the, the the console itself has a little docking station, and the tablet uh, plugs into that, and when you put that in there, that's how you play it on your TV, and then the controller. Which is called the Joy-Con controller. Uh, it's uh, when you take the tablet out of the dock, you the sides of the controller slide off, and then they slide on to the sides of the tablet. 
and uh, which allows you to take on the go. What's also really awesome about this console is the tablet has a little kickstand on the back of it, and you can actually stand it up on your table or a desk or whatever, and then you can actually take the controllers off the sides and then bring them to you kind of like uh, a Wii, and mm-hmm. you can play them like wirelessly with the tablet. So there's multiple ways, multiple configurations. The uh, And also the really freaking awesome part about this is that the uh, if you want to play with a friend, you already have two controllers, dude. Because each side that, is, uh, that comes off the tablet, you can give that other uh, controller to your friend, and that's why they're called the Joy-Con controllers, so you can share the joy of a, another controller. with your friend and and i love that i love that i love that i love that because let's face it guys we go out and we buy these consoles that cost us hundreds of dollars and we only get one freaking control and you gotta show up there's 60 bucks for another one you know so i love this idea that you can use this as a single player mode or share it as as you say joy con right yeah they're they're the joy controllers that's that's freaking but wait but wait there's more. There's more. So, There's more. So they, so they also showed this, and no one, no one knew about this, about the controllers, right? But what's even better is that when you uh, turn the, the little individual sides, and um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give, I'm going to throw a link in our little chat here that we, we use so you guys can kind of pull this up on your computers here okay. uh, and, and see this for yourself. But here's a link so you guys can kind of get an idea of what – what I'm talking oh, we'll about. Have that, we'll have that same and, um, link on posts as well, just so you guys yeah, can click yeah. on that. Check but that if out you're so looking at the – so when you're looking at the controller, um, you'll see the sides come up there. And, and when you tr- and when you turn the controllers sideways, so they're long ways, they're uh, horizontal instead of vertical, um, okay. they actually have little like uh, – if you remember like on an SNES controller, the little top buttons, the shoulder buttons? Yeah. They have built-in Pedals. little top buttons on those too on the sides. So, you, so they are individual, each individual working controllers. Uh, but what's even more awesome about this, no one knew this, no one knew this until last night, was that underneath on the bottom, and if you guys are looking, if you guys are at home looking at the picture, uh, at the bottom of each controller, which would be underneath, like on the right side of the controller, underneath the little analog stick there on the actual bottom, there is a camera under there. Uh, and you can actually um, use that to play games, and it actually has built-in motion detection. So you don't need... uh, Remember the little crossbar thing you had to have on your TV for the Wii? The thing that you'd always move, and so it would be off, and obviously you couldn't hit your target because you weren't actually aiming for it. Exactly. Yeah, the one that was like super-duper hard to calibrate, that one right there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they they call this... So Nintendo calls this HD motion control. So what that means is, is it already can tell what position your hand is, where it's at, and it's built into the device. Not to mention... Uh, they also said that at a later date, you will be able to project things from the controller onto a screen. How Ooh. insane is Whoa. that? Yeah. That is, that is crazy. Yeah. Um, also, this also, there's still more. Hold on, um, wait, 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 wait. Let's touch um, base on this projection thing real yeah, quick. Did they, yeah. dem- did they demonstrate this on, on the, yes. uh, yeah. the press conference? Uh, they kind of oh, they kind of did. They didn't actually show it because it's not activated yet. It's going to be like in a later mm-hmm. update. 
but they were talking about how like if you wanted to play um like say you say say you and I wanted to play like um paper rock scissors you know so we would take our controllers and put them in front of our hand, and we would just go paper rock scissors, and it actually can read like what our hands are doing, which oh, is kind of neat. And you can do also. Um, they also they also uh, introduced the idea of HD rumble, meaning that uh, and, and the and what they showed was really cool. Uh, he said, um, "Imagine your controller is a glass of water, or is a glass, right? And somebody drops an ice cube in the glass." You'll be able to feel like an ice cube in your controller. You can actually feel things in your in there. So like if you pick something up in a game and you shake it, you'll hear it like shaking in your controller. And then also uh, they introduced this idea of weight resistance, meaning that for the first time ever, like if you go to pick up a rock like in Zelda, your controller will actually have some weight to it. That's what I remember hearing something along the lines too. I think my son actually was telling me about that, telling me something about HD Rumble, where you will actually be able to feel how heavy something yeah. is while playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that definitely intrigued me. I was like, really? Because yeah. you know, when I play Link, when I play as Link, I'm always chucking boulders. How am I gonna be able to carry? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just saying here, guys. Yeah, I love one to of the next the... levels of, of virtual reality is actually the reality of the weight. Yeah. Wow, I'm serious. I mean, I'm gonna start getting even more extra. Exercise and I'm gonna start chucking boulders and rocks and pots. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> they also introduced um, little uh, sh- uh, little uh, wrist straps that come with your um, that's gonna come with it. Basically, everything that's gonna come inside uh, the box. So there's gonna be two different models of the Nintendo Switch, and get this, they're both the same price. Um, there, and, and the only difference is um, you get a you get the one model that comes with the standard gray Joy-Con controllers. Or you get another model that comes with a neon Joy-Con controller. One's blue and one's neon. red, which is one's really One's cool. red. Yeah, I'm looking at that right uh, now, actually. Which is really it's sweet. Neon, it's called the neon blue and neon red Joy-Con. Yeah. And it doesn't look neon to me. It looks like blue and red. But, yeah. you know, it, yep. it, it does look pretty neat. And I am looking at some of the peripherals that they have that are already being sold. You know, I'm looking at a mm-hmm. separate set of, of Joy-Con controllers, a set. There's two of them here yes. for 80 bucks or so. Yes, and, you know, and I already have mine pre-ordered. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait. But... The peripherals, though, like Brian, you were saying um, that. Yes. I mean, this sort of take it and go. It'll actually do console and it'll do handheld. Yes. Um, I mean, being a very new concept, and honestly, the only reminiscence I've seen of that sort of idea has been from Nintendo in the past. We've got points where you can do like with the n64 that came out they had a a a controller piece that you could plug in so that Mm -hmm. you could play your game boy uh games on the Uh on the n64 with the big screen yeah sure um i mean i've got a couple of those kicking around the house um additionally there's uh there's a bunch of games that came through gamecube where you could team up with your with your friends uh, who were playing on the GameCube uh, game, uh-huh. and you could come in with your uh, your um, I guess it would have been the Game Boy Advance uh, uh, handheld, uh-huh. and it would link up to the game on the GameCube. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And there's quite a number that did that. But I uh-huh. mean, the fact that this is going to go so many different directions, it's going to 
provide both the console and the handheld. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's definitely a very natural move for them. Yes. And it definitely advances everything they have done in the past with linking between console and handheld. See, this is how I see Nintendo. I think that Nintendo has always been fun. I think that they they focus more on the fun aspect as opposed to the high graphic powerful machine well, I mean, like you know high Sony graphic and... isn't their thing they started as a as a playing card company. No and and, mm-hmm. and exactly yeah, and, and look that's, at this yeah, and, and, absolutely and I'm and I'm seeing this and I'm thinking they're going kind of they're the big innovators that's what it is when it comes to the gaming they they innovate look at the Wii they they introduced the motion control right the 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 DS is freaking killing the handheld market right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it seems like like kona says very natural to see what you can do to combine the two i'm yep. looking at this joy con controller it looks very similar to a wii controller and then it has this, yeah yeah mm-hmm. it has the added does, bonus yeah. of the weight hd rumble business and now it's got this you know a little peripheral not a little peripheral little camera thing that can now project things it looks like Mm-hmm. It looks like they're taking those steps to innovate gaming, and that's mm-hmm. something that I, I, I yeah. freaking love about yeah. them. You know, it's like, why yeah. not get the best of both worlds? You have a console yeah. that can play great games. Why not take it with you? I mean, I know, exactly. I know PlayStation tried it with the Vita, I think it was, or PlayStation Go or whatever it was. Yeah, that they tried to yeah. to implement My... on the go gaming, but they just couldn't accomplish. They couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, and see, my biggest yeah. concern, uh, I do have some concerns. Um, you know. Uh, one is, uh, I honestly believe this is going to be the console that makes or breaks Nintendo. Like this is really going to be, you know, uh, they did not have very good success at all with the Wii U. The Wii U was only out for like four, what was it, three, four years, something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very short lifespan for the Wii U. And very um, limited in sales and repairability. Yeah, and yeah, and, like that. and all that and, good stuff. It's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame too because the games that I do have, I love them. I mean, they're yeah. they're, they're great to play. It's just a Absolutely. matter that I I think that Nintendo kind of botched that that launch there. They had no third party support or very little third party support. Everything was a first party, and it kind of just stayed that way. And yeah. I, I think if they would have just held out just a little bit longer, so we can get some more titles at launch, I think it would have been great. This is the problem I might see end up happening with the Switch as well. I'm not yeah. so sure what it looks like in terms of third party games. You know what's going on with that, Brian? So uh, actually, they are actually uh, lots of third party. Really, lots of third party. So we've got. So let's see. So here we go. We've got Elder Scrolls Skyrim is going to be coming out. Uh, NBA 2K18. We've got Minecraft. Um, We do have Platinum Games as a third party developer. We've got Sega. We have EA Sports is going to be heavily involved. Um, We do have, I believe, Activision who's wanting to do something as well. Um, nice. So they they are getting some strong third party support, but my other concern though, Victor and Kona, was that um, when I watched that press conference last night, the only launch title is Zelda so far. There mm. is no other game. So well, I mean, you know, if, that's if my gonna take, biggest concern. If they're going to take the risk to have only one game of all the of all the titles that they could try. Mm-hmm. Zelda would definitely be up there with one of yeah. the most reliable. Yeah. Yes, I, mean, I agree. Zelda franchise I agree. is I agree with that. so huge and mm-hmm. so reliable. It will sell whether it's good or not because yeah. it will sell so many right out the door. Right, and, and it's going to other... sell. It's going to sell because think about this, guys. How long have you been wanting a new Zelda game? Something that looks 3D, yeah. similar to the Ocarina yeah. of Time. Honestly, when when it... one new Zelda game comes out, 
everybody watches the next it. Zelda game. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's looking for the next one. We love them so much. It's like, even I go back, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go play Majora's Mask. I'm going to go play The Wind Waker. I'm going to go back and relive these because yeah, I'm well, still waiting I mean, Pokemon, for the next um, Pokemon has been very much the same way. And I mean, that's uh, like, we'll talk a little bit more about that when we kind of come to our favorite stuff for the year because, of course, mm-hmm. Pokemon came in for mm-hmm. me. Just, <laughs> it, it just wiped the field for games for me because they did so much last year. Um, and I mean, we'll get to that, but at the same time, it sold, I think it was, yep. uh, 10 million in the first week. Yeah, that's and crazy. So, I mean, and well, that, that and was some of be, their highest sales for Nintendo. And just to be like, clear, history. just to be clear, we're talking about moon and sun, right? Um, well, no, sun they moon, didn't yeah. just do that though, is you started out the year and they started doing their 20th anniversary promotions. And mm-hmm. they released Pokemon every month. They had features every month in the games that were already out. So you had the Alpha and Omega, the X and the Y. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, on top of that, they had a bunch of events through the States. Unfortunately, being in Canada, I didn't get to see much <laughs> of what was going on. But they had like a new movie out. They had Pokemon Go come out, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that was third party, but at the same time, the amount of popularity it got through the year just overall was amazing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then the Sun and Moon came out with, um, where they had like 81 new Pokemon. Um, and again, 10 million in the first week for a game with completely different features and really for the sake of size and growth compared to the Pokedex and other generations, this was a small jump. So, I mean, that's been massive. Yeah. The Pokemon name has been plus 20 years now, I think. Yeah, and it was 20, 20th anniversary. Long 20th anniversary, right? Yeah. yeah. And just yeah. look at how much it's jumped, the leaps and bounds, and it's still going strong. Yeah. I don't see that coming down um, anytime soon, you know? Yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention so, that, so that's Nintendo Switch, March 3rd, two nine 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 nine. Uh Definitely be sure to check that out. Once again, six weeks away. Um, which uh, is is very interesting that uh, Nintendo waited this close to the launch of a console to talk about that. But anyway, it's okay. It's Nintendo. They do weird stuff, right? It's cool. So um, uh, it, it's it's what they are, and I don't like them for that. That makes them unique, and I like them for that. Uh, one other piece of gaming that I did want to talk about too mm-hmm. is uh, something very disappointing to me as a gamer. Um, okay. So I don't know if you guys heard about Platinum Games and the whole Scalebound situation that happened this week. Um, nope. But Scalebound is a game that was developed by Platinum Games, who are also known for uh, amazing games like Bayonetta. You've got um, you've got uh, Transformers Devastation. They're really known for a lot of fighting uh, hack and slash type games. Well, anyway, they had partnered up with Microsoft to come out with a game uh, come out with a game called Scalebound that was delayed all kinds of different ways. Uh, it was supposed to come out this year. Anyway, Platinum Games and Microsoft, actually Microsoft announced this, this past week that they had pulled the plug on releasing Scalebound, which was set to be one of their brand new uh, console exclusive games. And um, <laughs> and uh, everybody knows that there's been a lifelong battle between Sony and, and, and uh, Microsoft lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the better console and the silly console wars that all these preteens get into these days. Um, anyway, but... Yeah, uh, console wars, PC Master but, wars. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, the reason why I want to talk about this is because uh, Microsoft has had a hell of a hard time uh, in this current console generation. I mean, they started off with their awful 
uh, keynote address at E3 2013 where they made all these terrible decisions about the Xbox One. Then they retraced their steps on all the decisions they were going to make. They basically backpedaled on everything they said they were going to do because everybody told them not to. And so they did something right by writing a wrong, I guess. Anyway, uh, my biggest problem with Microsoft is that they don't have any real uh, exclusives. So if you compare the exclusives, because in my opinion, that's the reason why you buy a console, right? Or you should, is what games is this console going to give me that this other console is not going to give me? And my biggest problem is I just, I got a PlayStation 4 for Christmas, and I have found a lot of games that are PS4 exclusive that I can't play on the Xbox One. And it seems to me that the only games that Microsoft tends to push are their three powerhouse uh, three powerhouse exclusives, which is Gears of War, Halo, and Forza. And um, that concerns me because... Um, well, I mean, for, you know, for this year, we have, uh, we have The Last of Us 2 coming out, don't we? That's PlayStation 4 exclusive. That is a PS4 exclusive, yes. Yeah, and it's Naughty but, Dog, which is definitely not one of the big ones. But well, at but the same I'm time, thinking... I do I do see what you mean. Like it, it, they are very limited, and I definitely see that as being some bad choices on their part. They need to really open up a bit. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about Microsoft. About Microsoft. Yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. PlayStation is doing a phenomenal job with with releases. We've got Crash Bandicoot coming out this year. We just had the um, we just had the Last Guardian, which was again yeah, an okay game. Um, we've got Persona Five, which is a PlayStation Four exclusive. We have, like you said, The Last of Us Two, which is a PlayStation Four exclusive. We have God yeah. of War, which is a PS Four. I mean, mm-hmm. look at that. That's like five games right there. Microsoft. This was supposed to be their biggest one, but what I'm talking, what my point is, I'm trying to make, guys, is. Look at the Xbox 360. The Xbox 360 came out in November 2005. Within a year of the Xbox 360 being released is when Gears of War was first ever shown, was introduced. It came out in November 2006. My biggest problem with Microsoft and the Xbox One is that we are now almost in, it has now almost been four years, can you believe that, since the Xbox One has came out, and they still only have Gears of War, Halo, and Forza. What I'm trying to say is, is that when you buy a brand new console, when you make the investment to get into the next generation of consoles, you're making an investment to be able to, because you want to play new games, right? And you don't want to just play new games in the series of games you played last generation, but you also want to have new ideas and you want to have new things. It's like going to a theater, right? But you don't want to go to the theater and watch sequels to everything. You don't want that, right? You want something new, something fresh, something you haven't seen before. You know, I think Hollywood is kind of having this problem now, too, where it's almost a rehash of everything we've already well, seen. Well, I mean, 2016, you know, we, saw, we saw Independence Day uh, Resurgence. We saw... Ghostbusters. Um, we saw Zoolander 2. <laughs> we saw another Blair Witch movie. Like, what was now, that? Now, mm-hmm. did we really see Zoolander 2, guys? Did we really see that? Well, no. We, I didn't know. No, we didn't really see Zoolander 2. <laughs> But my, I, I but, saw the you know. posters, is what I saw. There you go. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's, but that's saying. what I'm Everything saying. Seems like, to be a reboot. Everything it's, seems uh, to be, you know, an old idea just yeah. with a new face. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's my mm-hmm. problem with Microsoft is like, uh, they're pushing hard this backwards compatibility, which is great. I like backwards compatibility. But backwards I compatibility will sell me on a lot of things. Though. Right. Like, but I mean, I, the newest generation is just too limited for me to even look at it this point right. because of. See, it. there you go. And, and the thing is, is like. But the thing is, is like, guys, 
I didn't spend $300 on an Xbox One to play last console generation's games. <laughs> you know, I you know, I would just pull out my 360 and play all the games I want. But um, so a lot of people are upset. A lot of people who own an Xbox One are really upset because they're like, what are you doing, Microsoft? Uh, you know, uh, and I think Microsoft also needs to figure out how they're going to cater to multi-console owners, especially with the Switch coming out right around the corner. You know, what are you going to bring? Like, look what all Nintendo's got. They've got, they've got this new Mario game, which looks phenomenal, called Odyssey. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey, which you guys need to check out if you haven't already. Super um, Mario Odyssey, writing that. It down. looks phenomenal. <laughs> it, it's got me hyped, you know, for Mario again. And the thing is, like, N- Microsoft is just staying with the three things they've done. They're bread and butter, which I get that. But you also have to come up with new ideas and new games and scale-bound was supposed to be that game that was going to like, you know, oh, there's something new. It's a brand new uh, product and a game, you know. Um, well, let's look at it. Let's look yeah. at it from this perspective. Let's say we're a third party um, developer, right? And we're we're trying to get our name out there and we're trying to create a game for the consoles. Um, I think that it would be more you know practical to say hey i'll work with all three of you guys nintendo sony and microsoft as opposed to just microsoft or sony or nintendo um so i'm not so sure it'll be just a matter of oh it's it's you know microsoft not wanting to open its doors though they are pretty damn strict we've noticed that but um (laughs) yeah i think maybe it's a it's more on the other side as well saying you know what microsoft doesn't want to have money put into their own development team i guess and they are looking for someone to say, hey, you just make games for us, and that'll be it. Yeah, well, and I mean, it's hard to be exclusive these days. I mean, I've got, I have Crash Bandicoot for the Xbox, as well as the PlayStation right now. I mean, I there are certain certain games I prefer with a certain controller. I mean, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot, honestly, I'm better with a PlayStation controller for that versus the Xbox. Uh-huh. Um, but... I mean, going into a different genre with a different uh, with a different focus for the play style. I mean, I might want a different controller for that. And so, I mean, somebody who does have two consoles may may choose one over the other, but they're still going to buy the games. They're, I mean, in the end, it comes down to who's behind the games more than who's behind the console for me. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too, and I think so, that's what makes it again. That makes it a little on the tougher side. Like I want to say, because I, I I completely see Brian's side where Microsoft is really pushing their three big guns. You know, they really are, and they're everywhere. Whenever Microsoft comes out, I'm sorry. Whenever Xbox comes out with anything, what's the first thing you see? You see the 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 Master Chief's helmet. It's the first oh, thing yeah. you see. Mm-hmm. You know that's yeah. that's just the face of the franchise. Which I get. Cause Nintendo I get that, does the yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm. But guess what? They do it with Mario. But then maybe next year it's going to be Luigi. Or you know what? It's the 25th anniversary of Zelda. So we got Link. And then you got... I mean, they switch it up at least a little bit. But you can't do that with, with, with Xbox One. You just can't. Well, and Nintendo, with when they did all their... Uh, um, the different battle games. I mean, they started bringing Sonic into the different... Uh, d- the different style battle games mm-hmm. um, not only just the racing games but I mean a lot of them they um, the Smash Brothers obviously Smash Brothers, but, uh-huh. um, I mean there were there were multiple racing games I think there were some silly golf games and things like that and, <laughs> yeah, and I they're, think they're I, managing I think... to cooperate yeah. with people even though they're they're otherwise competitors because it's better for both of them if they get along 
and I think that's the big problem, uh, not the problem, but I think that's the big, you know, bullet point here is that it's beneficial for both parties. Hey, I got a game that I want to put out. How about I work with everybody as opposed to I'm only going to work with you, Microsoft, no one else. That really limits a lot of income. It limits a lot of exposure. It limits a lot of, you know, a lot of things. But I think that if you can come up with something that's grand and you believe it's something that can be the face of a franchise like a Mario or Link or, you know, Gears of War or anything along those lines, then I say go for it. But I think that the days of exclusivity are going to be diminished. I think that's going to be done and done very soon. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I would absolutely agree. So let's get so we so uh, last year of course 2016 and a lot of stuff happened in 2016. We lost a lot of uh, celebrities and famous people. Unfortunately, I don't want to touch on that too much. Um, but uh, a lot of famous people uh, we, that passed away last year. It was it was a, a very big year for a lot of loss. Um, we had a lot of good things though come out of 2016. Um, and I kind of want to ask you guys, uh, I, I, I didn't make a list, but, um, what were some of the things that you guys like really liked out of last year? Like what were some, you know, um, like if you guys had to pick, like what was some of your favorite movies, like movies from last year that came out? Victor, you go first. Movies from last year, huh? Yeah. You know what? Does Kubo count? Is that last year? Does what? You guys know? Kubo and the Two Strings? Was yeah, that yeah, that came out. Kubo. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna what? completely switch it up on oh. you guys because I know that we're all thinking about you know superhero movies and whatnot. Oh but no, yeah. no superhero Kubo, movies on my list. But but what I'm saying is Kubo and the Two Strings was freaking awesome. I, I need to watch that. that. I need to watch that so bad. I I'm still not need to see that one. Watch yeah. it, guys. Uh. I mean, I've, I've been a big fan, and you know what? It it draws back on the inspiration from the claymation, you know, like like that stop animation, I should say. From like Tim Burton and The Nightmare Before Christmas, uh-huh. it's in that same style, but man, is it so smooth and the story is so unique. I I loved it. It was great. And I, uh, I've definitely heard great <clears throat> reviews from those I know who have watched it. I'm looking forward to it uh, to it coming out on Netflix or on on VHS or oh yeah DVD the, oh, or whatever because I've got VHS. everything in my house. VHS. VHS. They haven't let it go. They haven't let it go in Canada, Victor. They still use VHS. No. <laughs> Whatever you guys do to watch movies, I'm all for. So, so, but yeah, Kubo was, was freaking awesome. You guys got to watch that. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, again. I don't want to spoil you, it. But, yeah, uh, don't. Please don't. Some guys no spoilers. I no might, spoilers. I might watch it tomorrow. Just, it's freaking awesome. I Did loved you? it. I, I caught it with the family, and it was something that 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 I was like, wow, yeah. this was pretty damn good. Did you? Yeah, is, no, what, I. What about I you? Saw what about a you, lot more movies last year than I think I've seen for nearly a decade for a mm-hmm. single year worth mm-hmm. of movies. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's it's a pretty close tie between Deadpool and <laughs> the Fantastic Beasts. Did <laughs> you guys get to see Fantastic Beasts? Yes, I love that movie. It was so good. I did not see that one. Oh gosh, you gotta watch. The- That's one you've gotta watch, Victor. It's very good. Oh, the the so creatures good. are absolutely gorgeous. I mean, the movements, the the detail in them yeah. is so amazing. 
just the, oh, it definitely the graphic shows, quality yeah. in, in the in the movie it was great. And it was nice to see more of the wizarding world, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, everything being Harry Potter and his friends. Yeah, it's it's a lot of the same. And it's a lot harder to relate to when we're over here in North America, getting to see what America was like mm-hmm. during uh, during, I guess, the turn of the century, um, the turn of the last century, of course. But. Um, I mean, it definitely showed what America was like, and it was nice to see her interpretation of what the wizarding world here would have been like, too. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I like when I see a different perspective of things like that. And that's why I had that one on my radar to check it out, too, because I, I, I was a bit, I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter series. Read the books, love the movies. And mm-hmm. to have anything extra come in, it's something that always raises an eyebrow and says, hey, mm-hmm. I got to check that out. I got to check that out, you know? And, yeah, no. and this one I never got around to, but I also want to see this. For As for the raised eyebrow, um, I actually got a, a bit of a surprise movie uh, to mention. For spring break last year, um, we, had, uh, we had the theater bring in a whole bunch of previously released movies. So I actually got to see on the big screen Prince Bride. <laughs> and it was amazing. <laughs> and they've, they've got the... They've got the cliffs that he has to climb, and I always thought that that scene was so drawn out, mm-hmm. but it's so different. If you've got the big screen, it actually gives you the drama that they were intending. The small screen just does not do it. See, that's huh. that's the thing that I love watching movies in, in theaters for that very reason, you know? I do, too. It's, yeah. Yeah, well, it's a different, it's a different experience. Yeah. It's a huge screen. It's so, so much easier to... Mm-hmm. No, I agree. But, uh, anyway, so um, those were those were our favorites. What about you, Brian? What so, was your favorite movie last year? So there was a lot. Uh, I'm like you, Kona. I went and saw a lot of movies last year too. I've, I'll be honest with you. There really isn't a year that goes by where I don't go see a lot of movies. I think I, I'm a pretty avid movie goer. Um, yeah, you know, I I love going to see things. You know, stuff in theater because, like you had said, Victor, um, there have been times where I'm like, man, I'll just wait. But then it's like no, I I I'm, I feel like I don't want to short myself from that theater experience. Yeah, I want I want the like, full theater effect. Yeah, like being able to, uh, you know, especially nowadays, which which is I'm so glad. I don't know about you guys, but here where I'm at, they finally give us the reclining chairs now, the seats that like oh, go yeah. all the way back. Oh, I love that. So like now I go all the time. But oh, uh, in small town Canada, we don't have anything quite that uh, quite oh, that luxurious so yet. Good. But before oh. before you get into your movie selections, Ryan, man, there's a movie theater near in the city here where where I live. Where not only do you get to recline, they'll go ahead and they'll serve you a beer, you know, oh. a mini meal while you watch. The oh, movie. that's not even fair. It's it's. We have a place like that. We have a place. <laughs> we have a place like that here too. That's not too far. They'll they don't have reclining chairs, but like you have a table in front of you, and they'll serve beer and. You know, uh, and they do this really cool thing where, like, uh, they did the Bat to the Future 25th anniversary that I went to. Oh, yeah, uh, that was yeah. that was a couple years that, ago, though. That could have been real nice. And uh, they yeah, actually right? gave everybody a, a glass, and it had Biff on it, and oh, nice. uh, <laughs> it was great. They do things like that. It's actually a pretty sweet place uh, here. But um, so so for the movies that came out last year, I saw a lot of movies. Um, there was, of course, Rogue One, which was an amazing Star Wars movie. Uh, okay, I take that back. It was a, it was an okay mm-hmm. Star Wars movie, but until the last maybe hour, which was crazy good. Um, and then, um, of course, we had 
uh, Suicide Squad came out. You know, we're talking Marvel. You know, we're talking comic book movies. Then you had Doctor oh, yeah. Strange, which was an amazing movie too. I love that. But uh, you know, I, I kind of agree with Kona. Uh, I really loved. I think the two that stood out for me was also Deadpool and Fantastic Beast. Um, but I think my favorite movie of 2016 was Deadpool, hands down. Yeah. Hands well, down. I mean, I, I kind of have to go and lean towards Deadpool because Ryan Reynolds is is like a fellow Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There you they, go. When the movie came out, Regina Saskatchewan is where his character is supposed to have been born. And Regina actually put forward a petition to the city to try and get him a statue. And it was awesome. <laughs> yes. Wow. Um, I'll cool. see. Yeah. Uh, if you guys remind me, I will try and get a link for the comments there so you guys can see how that went. And what was great about Deadpool was is it came out on Valentine's Day. Best Valentine's Day movie ever. Well, Hands came out down. Yeah, well, still yeah. close enough. Close enough. Close, close enough. enough. Well, we're, we're Americans going there. As long as it's close enough, but, we're good. But that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, Deadpool was hands down my my, my favorite movie um, from last year. Of so, 2016. Of 2016, yeah. Now, let's talk about, um, I know we just talked about games, but let's talk about games again. More games. Um, <laughs> there was a lot of good games that came out last year uh, in, 20, in 2016. Uh, you know, we had a lot of really, really good stuff that came out. Uh, Victor, what was your favorite game of 2016, man? 2016. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm Kona will probably agree with me here, but or I should say, and I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Pokemon Go mobile game. Wow. Now, wow. Now, now let me wow. Think. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. There's a little something there. There's there's a reason why it's my favorite. Okay. So okay. you know, there's consoles. There's PC gaming. All great. All awesome. I love to play. I'm I'm always on the Xbox. I'm always on my Wii. Yeah, I said Wii. And you know, I'm I'm playing <laughs> games, but. <laughs> the reason why I'm going with the Pokemon Go app game mm-hmm. uh, is because it's actually brought me and the kids closer together. Well, so there you and, go. There you go. Yeah, because now not only do we, you know, shoot monsters or whatever on the screen, but we're actually outside. We're walking around. We're, you know, oh, dad, dad did you see the pincer? Did you see this? Did you see that? Oh, you know, that gym over there has got this. We got to go over there. <laughs> there. There's nights now where we're like, let's go walking down the boulevard. You know, downtown yeah. here, so we can go to get some stops and and catch Pokemon. It's it's more of a hanging out type of deal, mm-hmm. and I love that. I mean, nowadays, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, well, I mean, as a fellow happen. parent, like I, I definitely get that. It's nice to be able to connect over something that I grew up with, and yeah, exactly. both of us still get the opportunity to enjoy it because you can you can have accounts for each of you. You can have. I mean, so many features, and it's all free as well, which, I mean, when you've got yeah. multiple family members playing, especially if you've got more than one kid like Victor does, mm-hmm. I mean, it really starts to add up when you have to buy multiple games for handhelds. Mm-hmm. So what oh, about... Yeah, definitely. So, you know, yeah. they each have their, their phones. They're not all connected, of course, but they definitely have mm-hmm. the the, yeah. the game on there. So, you know, we're walking around, and... It's a good way to just spend time with them, you know. It's just a matter of, hey, you know, I caught this or we caught this. Let's go over here. Let's go over there. And and you know, nowadays it's tough to get the kids outside. I just I just don't know what's up with them. Right. You know, everybody should have been outside <laughs> years ago, but but they don't. It just doesn't happen. So to have no, you're right. A though. game, the game that that says, hey, let's you know grab the kids or even them themselves. They're always in their rooms watching. Let's TV. go outside. Like, 
Exactly. Exactly. Well, let's go outside. Hunting. Let's yeah. go poke hunting. Let's go to the park. Let's go catch well, an act. Brian, let's get I out mean, there. No, and that's Pokemon cool. Pokemon Go. I noticed. I noticed that was something that really, really helped you over the summer and whatnot. Um, I mean, I remember you were you were out walking regularly and catching things. And I mean, what what's your kilometers at at this point? Are you still playing? You know what? I'll find out right now, actually. I'll like, I, I think I hit about 420 kilometers earlier today. So, so I'm not going to lie. So I'm not going to lie. I'm doing good. No, I, have, I, have, I think I have more than that, Kona. I think I'm closer to that 1,000 mark already. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know right now. Because, so yeah, I kinda... I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that I do with the kids. And, and we take yeah. off. Like, yeah. Oh, let's go. Let's go there. Let's go check over here. Yeah. Or, oh, you know, I got a nearby list, you know. Ammonite or whatever, something that doesn't pop up so often for me, and off we yeah. go. You know, it's just it's it's just something that I think is great. And even to this day, I know it came out during the summer. It's now you know January 2017, well, I mean, and we're still they doing. They had it. the uh, they had the Go Plus that came out. Did you guys go after the Go Plus or? No, I didn't do that. No, no, no. I don't think I will, J- to be honest with JT you. JT and I, JT and I pre-ordered the Go Plus. Nice. It was steep. For a price, I mean, of course, we've got the exchange rate, so it came out at thirty-five bucks for you guys. But after taxes, by the time I paid for mine, mm-hmm. I paid nearly fifty bucks after a five-dollar deposit to, to get my pre-orders. So, I mean, it, it really was pricey. But, I mean, considering the ability to do multiple functions at the same time, because I can have the screen open and be catching things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that that was definitely helpful and. Honestly, the biggest thing on my phone for battery draw was Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, my battery was gone in a couple hours with Pokemon Go, and I can get through... I can get through 3% battery and get through most of downtown just getting the stops and the Pokemon as I'm going. And we've, I mean, we've already learned my phone. We've already learned so. to carry around a battery pack with us just in case, you know? That's but what I did answer, too when I was playing. Just to answer yeah. your question, Kona, I'm sitting at 800.9 kilometers on Pokemon. 800.9, congratulations. So I'm um, I think that, the Pokemon Go um, Facebook, they were recently saying, hey, send us your screenshots, show us what it's at. So, um, oh, really? Yeah, they were. Um, I will make sure you guys get the link for that um, so everybody can go participate because yeah, I think everybody sure. should keep moving on this. There you um, go. It's great so motivation to see what everybody else is doing. So, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, so, is that, so is that what your answer would be too, Kona, for your favorite game of last um, year? I, I wouldn't say Pokemon Go specifically. Okay. Um, I had a ton of fun with Sun and Moon. Um, like mm-hmm. JT's got Moon, uh, Azalea has Sun, I got Sun. Um, and I mean... I I have what probably a closing on 200 hours logged in the game right now. <laughs> I have Good God. my Pokedex is almost full. I've beaten <clears throat> the game obviously, but I'm just working on all the after stories, which is really nice to have. I <laughs> love that they do the after stories now. Oh, that's um, cool! I didn't then, know that. Um, pretty soon, I think uh, later this month, the Pokemon Bank is going to unlock, yeah, so right. you'll be able to transfer forward all of your Pokemon from previous generations. Oh wow! My this Pokedex. Is, this... For for Pokemon uh, for my Pokemon X right now, is shy of one Pokemon. I have 720 out of 721. Oh, and look so at once Kona, I fill my man. once I fill my Pokedex on this on this generation, the only thing I'm going to be missing is Deontay. Wow. Good God. Hey, Kona's on I have a Pokemon game, man. Look at that. <laughs> Kona is, is the very you gotta best. You got to get you a badge. You got to get you a badge. She's oh, been I, searching I far and wide. Set. I've got the Kanto badge set. <laughs> I mean, oh my nice. god, that's cool. 
See, I, I've actually I've seen I've That's seen insane. that Kanto set before, Kona, and I actually wanted to pick that up only so that I can walk around and be like, yeah, I'm a gym. I intend to get a couple a little uh, yes, Velcro dude. pieces so that you I can interchange it. which badge yeah. set I've got displayed, which what time, I want because I've got different hats too, so. Yeah, because what I to do is, and it actually came, I think my brother mentioned it, or maybe it was my wife, I don't remember who it was, but someone said, you should carry those around, so whenever someone asks whether or not you go to the gym, you just pull one of those suckers out, like, oh, yep. Yeah. No, I don't want to <laughs> What you talking about? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Already been there, guys. Already I love it, there. I love it. So, yeah, yeah. so I would have to say, uh, for me, you nerds and your Pokemon. I'm not. Now I'm just playing. Uh, now I'm just playing. Um, I love Pokemon. Don't get me wrong. I, I've always loved Pokemon since like blue. I'm I'm OG blue and red all day long. Okay. Oh, so yeah. like um, <laughs> that's why I kind of find it hard to get into like all the new Pokemon stuff because I'm like this. Yeah. Know, it gets to, to me well, in my heart, they're still 150. You know, back in my day, we didn't have color when we played Pokemon. It was all gray. Well, actually, the, uh, the, one of the other things I remember, I mentioned that Pokemon kind of swept everything last year. Um, they also yeah, they took card over game. Their card game is still going strong. They took over and the they world last a year. Set just at the end of last year called oh, XY they Evolutions. Did. Yeah, they did. The right. cards that they released were the original art and and layout design from the original cards, the original base set, jungle set, fossil set that were released. And let me just and touch they, base on that. It's amazing to see nice. those cards again. Let me touch base on that so Brian can go ahead and get on his game choice yeah. for the year. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I, my kids are now into those now, so now they want Pokemon cards. And when I picked up that evolution set for them, that nostalgia hit me right in the face like a ton oh, of bricks. Yeah. Oh, dude, <laughs> I had these cards when I was well, I, I actually have a base set deck in my in like in my storage right now in the room here, oh, and see, it's an unsealed deck. Like it's not one of the unlisted decks, so obviously it's got more value closed right now than it does open because everybody knows what's in it. But at the same time, this is an unopened base set thing. This this box is now 21 years old. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know is... exactly what you're talking about. And I think I had one of those boxes, too, but I tore that sucker open right away. So well, I'm, I'm, I'm holding on to this one specifically to keep. You know? <laughs> I found it a couple of years back. But uh, I, saw, I saw it a couple of years back, and they, they only wanted, I think, like 35 bucks for it. So I grabbed it up. It's worth at least double that. So I'm going to keep holding on to it for a bit. Yeah, Keep but, it as a uh, nostalgia collector's item. Yeah, but just at such base, it, it so hit the nostalgia button like big time. Oh, yeah. I remember this drawing. I remember this card. But, yeah, I mean, oh, talking about that thing swept up to America is like nothing, man. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. So, Brian. Right, Brian. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Go for it, Brian. Can I talk now? No, I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Yeah, there were a lot of there were a lot of phenomenal games last year that came out. Um, yeah, I, I got into Pokemon Go for a while, but it was kind of like a phase for me. I, I probably should go ahead and download it again, maybe try it. I know they added a bunch of get, stuff get to it. Get the updates; it's real nice. Um, but you guys know me; I'm a big console gamer. That's what I do. Yeah. It's my thing. Um, I will say this: I I will give props uh, to Nantic for Pokemon Go. I, it's not my game of the it's not my game of the year last year, but I will say this: it's very close. It's very close because one, I'm fat and <laughs> I don't get out of my house, and Pokemon Go and Nantic got me out of my house. Okay, so you guys got me off my ass and I got to go outside. Thank you for that. 
Well, right, Two. Now, right now, it's like <laughs> minus 15 outside, so, I mean, it, it's kind of, it's it's hard to fight that, hence why I'm also yeah. around 420. <laughs> right. For my kilometers. Yeah. I've, I've got the, uh, I've got snow outside and ice, so yeah. I have to compete with that. And, uh, so I beat you guys, I'm in California, And so it was I go out whenever. Yeah, is. whatever. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, no, big, big props to Nantic for uh, doing a phenomenal job getting people outside. Uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was so much about getting people outside as it was uh, actual human interaction. There's a lot of uh, trails by where I live over here, and um, I ran into a lot of different people make, making random conversations like, "Oh, hey, do you know where I can catch this at?" I'm like, "Yeah, follow me," you know, and like then you get a party of people that you don't know and you're hanging out. And so I had a lot of those. Oh, it was nice to have those kinds of experiences. Yeah, um, the, the interaction, you know, like, I, it was so weird because, of course, yeah. I've got I've got all my all my Pokemon, like uh-huh. I've got my hats and my, and like I've got Pokemon pants and silly things like that. But going outside, people would, people would be walking down the street, hey, Pokemon Go! And they're like two blocks <laughs> away from me, just waving, Pokemon Go! Pokemon Go! But and um, I, had, I had people driving by in cars who were definitely not players, but woo, Pokemon Go! <laughs> like, everybody yeah, the community what's going on. The community definitely embraced it, and then and it's still I'm still glad to see some of them still do, uh, especially in my end. There's a Poke Shop, a little store that they call around here, Poke Shop, they sell Pokemon stuff. <laughs> and you know some of the the local businesses still have, you know, local drinks that they'll call, you know, the Venusaur or whatever the case may be. So you know I, I love that. I thought it was pretty. I thought it was great. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh... yeah, no, I'd like to see how it how it changes coming back into summer and everybody vacationing and the fact that again there are some places in the world you can't get certain Pokemon like they had Farfetch'd and Tauros in specifically one area or yeah. the other you can't get them mm-hmm. both. They yeah. haven't even released the trading yet. Like right. the, all the things they haven't gotten to yet. There's still a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. But. Um... But yeah, so so big props to Nintic for doing that, uh, for for bringing people together, uh, you know, and uh, creating a game where you're actually interacting with other people instead of just on a headset at your house. But yeah, uh, you know, I I think I mentioned to you guys uh, last week. I was like, yo, Final Fantasy 15 is my mm-hmm. my game of the year. So then I got to looking at all the games that came out, and I totally forgot. I don't know how I could forget this because this. This game blew the just mind blowing. Uh, my game of the year of 2016 has to be Uncharted 4, just because that is that to me is a true next gen game. It definitely showcases what they are, what games should look like in 2016 on console. Um, it, phenomenal story, phenomenal voice acting, phenomenal characters. Definitely, like I would say, a 10 out of 10. And I don't really give many games that. Um, it's just crazy, crazy good. Uh, a really great way to end Nathan Drake's uh, series, but without spoiling it, it's not over. Well, you kind of spoiled it. it sounded it sounded like a spoiler. <laughs> but like, oh, let's say, but, it, let's yeah, take it for what it is, it's the but, latest yeah. game. So the, the late, the last game, I guess, Uncharted, right? So yeah, we'll leave it at that. So we'll leave it at that. But but if you've not played any of the Uncharted games, one. You need to do that for sure. Those games are phenomenal. But two, it is, it is by far the best. It's just just got the right amount of comedy with the right amount of action. Um, it's phenomenal. Um, Final Fantasy 15, right there with it too. 
uh, hours upon hours upon hours of stuff to do I've in that game. I've heard some really good. I've heard some really good reviews on the Final Fantasy 15, but mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not a huge uh, Final Fantasy player. It's not a not a play style I've been able to really right. stick to. I guess it's one of those ones I can get going, but then I walk away, forgot exactly where I was, and I want to start all over again. Start all over again. Yep, that's my problem too. That's why I can't stop playing games once I start. I gotta finish it. Yeah. Once I step away, I must have started Bioshock Infinite like six times. Could you not? Oh, Cause I was that like, oh man, <laughs> that's yeah. a great game. And, Such and, a great and just, game. Just, and just to touch on what Brian said, you know, I think that that's the greatest aspect of a good, awesome game is that it plays out like a story. You know, the way it's oh, supposed yeah. to be. It's got the action. It's got the comedy. You feel for the characters. You see the action. It's like that's that's a game. That's why I paid you know sixty, fifty, seventy, or whatever the hell it was. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, yeah. And you games know? are mm-hmm. going up these days. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. are. So when you <laughs> shell out that money, you want to make sure you get your experience. You get your not just, last uh, dime worth. Yeah, you, you want to get. Well, I mean, you want to soak all that me, money up. If it takes me seven to ten hours to finish a thirty-dollar book, I expect it to take double that for me to finish a sixty-dollar game. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, tell me I mean, I want to get mm-hmm. at least that much out of it for it to kind of balance out for the sake of story quality and things like that. I, I agree. mean, obviously, there are certain styles of games that get the different playtime amounts. I mean, when you've got the arcade style games and, and racing games and things like that. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's a bit different, but you get multiple people playing with those ones and you easily log those hours. Oh, um, yeah. When it sure, comes sure. to the RPGs. I mean, you you don't want to have one. I've heard a couple recently that they really uh-huh. just didn't give you all that much for story. You get maybe thirty to forty hours of playtime, but right. you just dished out fifty to sixty bucks for this game, and there's and not a whole done. lot of after yeah. story. There's not alternate exactly. endings. Like I mean, Chrono Trigger was known for its alternate endings. The amount of hours you could log in that game. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Like, You'd go almost back. Almost atrocious like... numbers. That's a, game I, that's a game I haven't played in a while, is Chrono Trigger. Oh, Chrono Trigger was well, awesome. Hey, that that <laughs> might be it. something we should stream. I oh, mean, we, right? We're going to yeah, look at any awesome. streaming. Chrono Trigger is going to be one of the ones to try. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. I love Chrono Trigger. Well, guys. We can each work on a different ending. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Well, guys, uh, it has been a blast. We have to go ahead and wrap things up here. Uh, we just kind of talked about some of our favorite things from the la- from last year. Uh, next episode, we're going to try to talk about. Uh, we're going to focus more on this year and talk about some of the things we're looking at. You know, for 2017, a lot of good movies, some TV Watch shows. Watch what happens with the Switch come um, March. Come, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Victor, I want to talk about The Walking Dead. Oh, <laughs> you gotta get Count back. On. Oh. I'm way oh, this, man. Is, I'm our, this is our Pokemon, Brian. This is our Pokemon. This is our Pokemon. I'm a little disappointed it's not coming out until June. But, I mean, at the same time, George has also said that he might be releasing the next book really soon. We might get it by the end of this year. He needs to hurry up and finish I mean, it before he dies. He's, like, getting old. He needs to, like, just, like, Get off his ass and get it done. Like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> well, hey, you, you, you can't rush inspiration. As a creative person, I understand that. I know, I, I understand. If it is wanting that next, that next story. Right. Yeah. I kind of want to wait because I want it to work. It's like when they rush video games and they you miss the story. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that but you know what that anticipation, man, that stuff can kill you sometimes. You're like, man, I can't yeah. wait, can't wait, I still want it now. Oh, well, you mean like the Walking Dead season <laughs> premiere? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. But we'll save that for next episode. I wanna thank uh, we wanna thank you guys for uh, taking the time to listen to our podcast to be able to catch us here. Uh, hopefully in another few weeks or so. We're going to try to do this as like we'll a bi-weekly. New, we'll have our new social media links and all the comment areas. Absolutely. Like yes, that. everything everything will be in the post. We'll make sure we share everything to you guys so you guys can take a look and click away on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. I know Kona is in, um, and, uh, working well. hard to get all that stuff up, so mm-hmm. definitely going to be up there. Absolutely. And, um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we're back, guys. This is like This has been a lot of fun. And uh, to, to talk with you guys about all this nerdy stuff. Um, and then uh, we're also uh, working hard on trying to get some guests on our show. would love to have some people out there. So if you know somebody that's uh, out there in the you know, gaming, movie, film industry or whatever, uh, and they would like to talk to us, please you know send them, send them our way. Uh, we're trying to get some people on the show. We'd love to have like a podcast where we have maybe some people from like Star Wars or something, you know, <laughs> like that on our show. But um, yeah, exactly. And uh, to, to talk and, and answer our questions and things like that. But that's all the time we have for the Nerd to the Third podcast. Thank you guys so much. And uh, Victor, Kona, thank you guys. Um, and uh, we will see you guys GG. next wow, time. Nice. GG, guys. <laughs>